Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Triforce Hacks Podcast. This is episode 22, and today we're going to be talking all about the mid-set tournament. Uh, before that, I'm your host, Bessie Appies. I'm joined by my co-host, Remkev. Hello. I didn't count down today. It was... It was sad. <laughs> That's why it went off without a hitch. Andrew, <laughs> 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 I'm so tired, but hi. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, we've changed our setup a bit. Uh, There's a little, little podcast behind the scenes. We've changed our setup a bit, and now... Um, so Mateo, our producer, is doing all the, the, the magic with scene switching and stuff, and counting us down. Uh, so he could be whispering sweet nothings in our ear right now, and no one will be able to hear him, which is kind of cool. Uh, which is so he counted us down. It was this cool, uh, a cool new, new uh, revolution in podcast technology for wow. us. Anyway, new, re- new revolution in broadcast, te- broadcast, te- podcast technology. Having a producer who produces, hmm, who would have guessed? Pants grab. <laughs> uh, sure. I, how are your weeks? We can just start off how we always do. And you want to go first, Kevin? uneventful i did nothing i played pve <laughs> for one day and then i got locked out the next day wait how'd you get locked day. out oh it was down I for mean, a day right pve oh. was mad buggy yesterday they had it up you would load into a game and be like you can't actually play this game and then it would <laughs> kick you out and then <laughs> you'd get into lobbies and then it would not work and then it was and it was on and off, and it was real bad. And talent ability didn't work. Big sad. What? Just in general, like not just the debonair. Just or the, like the, the bleed thing. didn't work. <laughs> just didn't uh-huh. work. Yeah, this is why I just don't play PVE for the first week. It just sounds like too much and so buggy all the time. No, so, no, yeah. because if you didn't play P, you could. Man, anybody who didn't play the first two days of PVE will never be able to play the broken version of VIP brand. <laughs> Wait, they already nerfed it. They already nerfed. It. Oh man, that was quick. That was yeah, mad so quick. I mean, Holy. Uh that that unit is better than Malzahar. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. he was better because basically the VIP lets you hit second row or no, hits hits the furthest unit, so he fires two fireballs. First one hits front. Second one hits furthest unit away from him. So if you ever play front to back, Brand kills your back line mm. for free. Wait, is he a one cost or a two cost? Is, a is he a reprint cost. of? Oh, so he's not a reprint of, of last set's nah, brand. He's, he's just like a. He throws a fireball. It does some damage. There's no burn involved, so it's just. It's just a. Oh, I was just. I see. Oh. Oh, love tap. Huh. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm he sure I'll not. find that out when I in- inevitably read all the set 6.5 new champion abilities, which I haven't done yet. <laughs> it's fine. I wonder if there's I've some big theory crafting. I got some. I got some spicy comps in the works. Oh, oh, watch out! <laughs> I think if Kevin, if Kevin says he has a spicy comp, it's got to be like real fucking spicy. <laughs> nah, this one okay. is semi reasonable. I think that. When people think about it, it makes a lot of sense. It's uh, it's Dark Star Silco, by the way. Oh shit! Oh, because he just blows everyone up, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we'll talk about the next set uh, a lot next week, but uh, yeah, that'll that'll be next exciting. week. Yeah, that's exciting. After <laughs> Kevin's fully limit tested, <laughs> uh, Kamikaze still go. <laughs> uh, how's Reaper Drachi? 
Um, I'm I'm tired. That's that's how my week's been. I woke up at like six. Well, okay, I actually woke up at like twelve today, but it just wasn't enough. I got lunch and then I fell asleep for another like four hours. (laughs) So that's a pretty good indication of how my week's going. That'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of the same this week. My week's been it's been weird. I've been like doing a lot of limit testing for mid set, but I've also I've also ran it down like three or four hundred LP, and I've been have we all just ran it's it? It's been coming up and coming, I, today. I just like I climbed a bunch. I did a short stream today because I had a bad headache earlier. But uh, it's been a weird week. It's been like like limit testing and trying to get out of that mindset. So like in a tournament game, I'm not like oh shit, I want to try playing a lowy three from this spot and see how it goes. Because it's really hard to stop thinking no. like that. Just don't uh, play Lally 3. Hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the goal. I won't have any... Uh, I did play a game of Viri Roll today to a first, which is pretty fun. Um, Viri Roll, low-key. I, I, maybe I'll put it on mid-set if, if the opening is good enough. That shit well, I don't. I don't know why more people haven't pulled that out. Viri Roll actually sounds like kind of good. It's like a yeah, one million opener, bad. I feel. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's not, you first that's something it. you hard force, but if like you get into it, then sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's I pretty good. I, I think it's it's really strict because you need like a, a really early blue buff and a really early buy two to like make it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that comp is something that you can play from like behind. Yeah, oh, that's one of those like reroll open like sins you can kind of play nope. from behind. But buy nope. if you don't have it early, you can't just feel like it's. It's time to play. I have one Vi. It's time to play Vi. Yeah, yeah. I think I have no Vi's. Was... It's a Vi angle. <laughs> the gameplay of it today had Vi 2 on 2 5 with blue buff. I had Rabadon's JG on 3 1. And I was playing Wind Street oh. Burks. I was getting four gold like every turn because I kept double rolling uh, like the, the big dice. So <laughs> it's a really high roll Vi game. That um, sounds lit, actually. Also, okay, yeah. has just the podcast collectively ran it down in the past week? Because <laughs> I ran, I ran it down on stream yesterday because I just gave up on life. <laughs> I was just like, I don't care about this set. I just I want my one last day of fun, and I ran it down to like six hundred, and now I'm just decaying. So, huh. yeah, I still run it down kind of. LP doesn't really matter anymore. So, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, everything gets reset in a week, anyways. I think everyone's just having fun, but yeah, uh, yeah, all the way to yeah, I ran it down 500 LP after uh, Zon Cup. So oh, basically oh, what happened shit. was after I got eliminated, I rage queued uh, and I ran it up 200 LP because I was so pissed. And then the day I after I got like really depressed and then I ran it down 500 LP. And oh, like, I see <laughs> six games. And, I'll do it. And uh, yeah, I went from sixteen hundred straight down to nine hundred LP over the course oh, of five days. Oh god! And Wait, you're almost, is always... you, almost, <laughs> you almost passed me in the wrong direction. Oh no! Yeah, but it's fine. And then played normally. Went back up to fourteen hundred. What the fuck? LP yeah. into How six doesn't fuck? matter anyway. Okay. Yeah. I mean, LP really Probably doesn't matter. Of- we're on like cusp of 6.5 anyways yeah so. i've also decided <laughs> like i know like when bryce was on he had this whole spiel about how he has to hit challenger um like once per set or something just in order to tell people hey i can still hit challenger i know what i'm talking about even though realistically it doesn't matter and i was thinking okay sure same 
I would also kind of like to end Challenger. So I was trying to end Challenger and it just wasn't really happening. I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? I've heard, I've also already hit Challenger this set. So like ending ending Challenger is really just about the like row of C's on Lol Chest now. That's literally it. And also, really, who cares? Like everyone I was I was actually talking to Robin's chat about this. Like, did does it actually matter for me to end Challenger? And everyone was like, everyone in this chat knows you're good and respects your opinion. It doesn't matter what the rank is next to your name. Like, we all we all know you're a good player and that you're knowledgeable. And I'm just like, okay, that does it. I'm decaying. I don't care anymore. Yeah, so. I think uh, I think if you're like an up and coming streamer or like trying to get into terms and stuff, it, it matters. But like, if you have people, if you're like established and. And yeah. people know you're you're good at the game and you especially if, if you're not like um not like competing in tournaments and stuff it's sad that like people will look at a an official broadcast or tft and say oh the casters i'm not listening to the casters and watch the other broadcast because the casters know what they're talking about when they're all good players anyways <laughs> that, that that that's annoying that like getting challengers helps with that whole conversation but it really shouldn't have to half of us are challenger players on the broadcast like me bryce frodan keen have all i've all like been challenger pretty much every set um wolf wolfie is i don't even know what wolfie is really up to a challenger before, like he's right? he's been challenger he's been before challenger he's still really good admirable yeah. has been at least grandmaster i feel like he's a challenger before so like all of us are challenger players basically Except, like literally the odd one out is doa and doa is just like absolute legend in casting that like yeah, I yeah, that was less of a shit. it's the it's if you're trying to nitpick doa like what the fuck is wrong with you that's the, i, I can on. listen to doa talk about literally anything and just be convinced he's the best in the world at it yes it's like there, yeah there, there's you can't really uh anyways anyways you, um, i i literally tweeted about this earlier too like listen to the main broadcast even if you want to watch your favorite streamer which i think like a lot of the community has that problem with main broadcast anyways um they they see the main broadcast and they're like well they're not showing soju i well if i just want to watch soju i might as well go watch soju but like open the main broadcast and just listen to us seriously we have a lot of good shit to say this isn't this isn't coming from like just me and i'm like oh my god i'm always right listen to me <laughs> That's I'm I'm telling y'all to do this for mid set and I'm not even on the broadcast for mid set. Like, listen to them. They have a lot of good shit to say. They know what they're talking about. Yeah, I, I guess the, the TLDR is that uh, LP matters to a degree. Like you want to obviously, if you're like a more casual player, or like you're trying to hit like certain rank, it feels good to get that. And, and it does like certain LPs required for like tournaments and and just like getting a base level of recognition in the tournament if you are trying to do the whole streaming thing or just be kind of creative in the scene uh but it doesn't mean a lot at the top level yeah um copium <laughs> saying that it's awesome under this week. lp is a fake number copium <laughs> uh anyways so the topic of the week uh this Weekend will mark the uh, your camera is bad tilt for everyone who's listening to this on Spotify and can't see anything. By the way, 
Um, Ramkev's webcam is um in an interesting position. Not that interesting, but interesting. It's a, it's on a it's on a merry-go-round. Everyone knows. Everyone. Now. Like at a perfect. If this is like ninety degrees, it's like at a eighty-five to eighty. If if anyone's ever watched moving around, anyone's <laughs> ever watched Demon early episodes like that theme and uh the the house like tilts yeah that's that's Kevin's in right now <laughs> just keeps moving around um anyways yeah so this weekend is the mid set tournament is the last tournament of set six base set six because six point five is two weeks out now and we'll talk about that next week. Uh, but this is the last big showing for a lot of players. There's 32 players who qualify it in a lot of different ways. Uh, you could have qualified from Piltover Cup, Zong Cup, Chandra Series, or just qualifier points. And it's going to be a three-day event. It starts tomorrow, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. EST. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. There's a lot of unknown names. Not necessarily unknown, but lesser-known names in it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just I'm curious. What are your... What are your Let's start, Josh. What are your thoughts on on how this is gonna pan out? Um, Any of big upsets or? There's a lot of big names that are here, and quite a number that are missing. Mm-hmm. As the very first thing that sticks out, I'm just okay. Like agreed. Milk. Well, really, the one is like, where's milk? Milk is not here. That is already like okay. That's that's a big name that's gone. But the big the... four, I think, are like milk, yeah. Ramkev. Uh, Kuhn and uh, NGV8 Goose. Yes. Now. Yeah, yeah. Those right, four yeah. being gone definitely hurts the strength of the field. I mean, that being said, it's still like a, pr- it's still pretty stacked. Like, besides those four, basically every other big name that should be here is here. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot going on. There's, thir- there's 32 players. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, what we can do to try to organize this a little bit more is we can just go day to day. So what is the format on day one? It's day one. Eight, it's, I'm playing, so I should know, but I don't. It's the so it's six games. Lobbies rotate every two, and it cuts to sixteen after day okay. one. Which I'll say, I like. I kind of love that compared to how it was in the previous other like thirty-two person tournaments for set four regionals and set five mid set, which was also thirty-two. They did four days and it cuts to 24 then 16 i'm a big fan of just cutting directly to 16 because then you actually have to play well to advance to the round of 16 like before (laughs) when it was cut to 24 like you just you had to average like a fifth like less than a fifth to make round of 24 Mm. and then around the fifth to make round of 16 you did like more games or just it was the, oh, it was it's the same six, number of games. Or it's was just, it five? It was six per No, day, it, was still, right? it was still six games per day. It was just that the number... You weren't doing a, like, 50% cut until day three to day four. So you didn't have to play, like, as well on the first couple days. Oh, because there were four days. That's why. Okay. Yeah, because it was four days total. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Which I'm actually, okay. I'm actually a big fan I, of. I like, enjoyed you, it, though, though. Because, like, you know, you... I'm not gonna lie. During regionals, I was it, it felt kind of chill to go from day day days one to two to three to four. Yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, here's the thing: it's regional. Should it be chill? Uh, 
I think oh, bigger sample God. size is always nice. But... Yeah, bigger sample size is always nice. Because, like, you know, you could yeah. pop off, like, you, if you remember, like, you could pop off one day and, like, tank the other day. Uh, so, for example, the, the one that comes to mind is Solus one day two, right? I had the highest scores playing Fortune basically oh, yeah. every game. And then he just tanked day three, right? And Yeah. Uh, right. That's the thing. It's, if you pop off one day, but you know, tank the other day, it's like basically a lack of consistency. Whereas, you know, it's just like less days you pop off, you get, yeah, to, that's true. get to move on. Yeah. I think a format that lets you go through if you're like top five is a little, it's going to be a lot better resistance than this format lets you go through if you're top four. It's because how the point system works out as well, like the gap between fifth and fourth. And yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I don't dislike the the format of midset. I guess thirty two to sixteen to eight, right? Is is what it is. So. Yeah, it's still like a fine number yeah. to sort of go with. But uh, I think yeah, four regionals were a good number. I think. Yeah, set four. I don't know. Even like having played in set four regionals, and I got I got boosted by that. Uh, like, um, the more generous cutoff, basically. Like, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have made. A fifty percent cut on either day two, going to day two or day three. It's should I have made it through to either of those days realistically with how I played? And eh. <laughs> like some some of the players who make it through with how they play, <clears throat> Otter Bear. Um, should we really have gone through? Probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna be flaming myself and Otter Bear for the end of time. Don't worry about it. I actually have never watched those. Otter Bear, before. man. Yeah. <laughs> Smoge. We flame an Otter Bear. You know, Otter, like during during mids, uh, during uh, regionals, regionals, Otter Bear would come into my chat and be like, hey, we, we got this. It was great. Oh, oh Otter, 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 Bear. Otter Bear is a chill dude. Just you've gotten the day three of regionals. <laughs> no flame. Question mark. We should do like a where are they now one time. Oh my like god, we should people who were in like like big regionals or like, like big events and then are like are nowhere to be seen in the scene now. What's Otter Bear up to? Kind of total tangent, I, but I haven't seen Otter Bear Otter Bear in a hot minute. Yeah. Hold on. Let me do a quick lol chess. <laughs> um, I'm curious. Quick, quick, yeah, quick uh little trip here to Otter Bear Land. Okay. Five diamond two? Having ran it down for masters and has been steady masters since then. Huh. Ish. Maybe we yeah. shouldn't do the retro, the the where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do a retro? We can all do a retro like We can bring up that Esha video where he feed the golden egg to his tongue. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Talking about that next week for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, where are they now? Yeah, the that world now feeding now now selling the uh yeah <laughs> um no not not because like they're bad now but like they're gonna get flamed for sure if they're like yeah anyways um <laughs> i think it is interesting to note that uh Going into this tournament, I mean, we talked about already, there are a lot of names that are missing, but there are, again, a lot of new names, or newer names coming up, right, that we haven't seen yes. historically in the past sets. I think some of the big names are, like, Asa, uh, Dish Soap is a big one, who's been doing really, really well in ladder in a tournament. 
I copy Keen is here, who has been a ladder player for a long time, but I don't think a lot has been on many people's radars um, as as of yet. And there are some other names as well. I don't have the list in front of me, but there are definitely some uh, some other names uh, kicking around there that have not been in. Oh my changed my scene. transition. Oh god. Yeah, for anyone who uh, uh. can't see the. If everyone was listening, I suddenly seen transition into the uh, the overplay I'm at when I'm in queue because I click on my lead client and auto transitions. But ignoring that, what are the Josh? Do you have a list of players up? Because I'm curious what yeah, the other I do. names are. Um, I'm. It's a lot to list them all out right now, but I do think like like you said, yeah. The big the biggest story of this is all the up and comers we have. Um, like there, yes, there's a good number of established names, but there's so many. There's so many new names that are really looking to establish themselves as like the next round of like big big talent. I th like you, Asa, uh, Icopy Keen, Covenel, Broccoli, Casper, Dish Soap. Um, who else am I missing? Noster, uh, Triple Eights as well. I remember Gangly yeah. did a video where where he was really looking looking at your triple eights, isn't it? Or maybe it was Gashi in that video. Someone um, talking about triple eights. Gangly maybe two people talk about triple eights. Gangly's big on the triple H train, which I need to figure out why, because I have not watched any of triple eights. Yeah, yes. I haven't either. <laughs> uh, Noster as well. Getting a, a, I mean, Noster has been histor historically done well in a lot of tournaments, but Nikki often hasn't made it like the last day, for example, uh, in, in open bracket tournaments, and then uh, he's definitely won Fight Nights before, or not Fight Nights, Challenger Series. I think he's won Fight Nights as well. Uh, he, he's done well in, in the, these smaller scale tournaments, but has never had this big barrier performance. Yeah. So he, he had his on cut. He's actually tied with Jose for the most number of Fight Nights won. That's so, it. So, like, he does well there. He, in um, set four, he had some really good results. He won a Challenger Series. He got second in the one before that. I think I've he was in that one. It was great. <laughs> he was definitely struggling a little bit with the open brackets. Um, he hadn't made final day of one actually until Zon Cup, and also kind of mm. kept getting fucked over by tiebreaker. Yeah, um, I was on the other end of one of those tiebreakers. That's his thing. He, <laughs> he, I'm pretty sure he's actually lost tiebreaker all three open brackets before Zon. Open bracket tiebreakers are, are heartbreakers as well. Yeah, they really won, are. Yeah, I won one in Builder Cup versus Noster and one in uh, Zon Cup versus Inigo. <laughs> like, it's hard to say I feel bad because I won the tiebreaker. And, like, it's like a shitty thing to say that I feel bad after, but I felt really bad. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds VM to say I feel bad, but like, like it, yeah. it's tough. He is also one of those players that, like, hist has historically good ladder performance. Like, he's hit rank one a couple times. He's been been up in like top ten multiple times before. Like he's, I don't think I don't think he's quite at like the I am I am at the very top. I am among the super established names yet. I think a good performance here, he can start getting there. Yeah, yeah. I think that, and that's the kind of story for a lot of people, right? Is that there are a lot of people yeah. who are not these established, um, like top top ten, top fifteen players that are in this tournament and, and could make a name for themselves here, right? There's a, a PR yeah. release recently, and a lot of these players are not on that, which is really exciting. Um, it's very, very exciting, because there's just going to be more results to pull from. I think Dish Soap is someone who I'm going to be looking at in particular, because I'm really curious 
how well they're going to do just like like in this tournament, just the rest of the set as well. I guess 6.5 is a different set, but the rest of the uh, 6 and 6.5 is like a, uh, I almost say conglomerate. I don't think that's the way to put that. It's like a grouping of sets. Um, I'm excited to see how they do the rest of rest of set six because they've been doing really well in ladder again. They've been they've had some good tournament results, and I haven't watched their play a lot, but uh, they're definitely like on a lot of people's radar right now. And this is gonna yeah. be a big tournament for them to see like if if they can really cement that and like say like I deserve to be on your radar. You know, I think a lot of players. Even within the up-and-comers, there's kind of like two categories. You have players that are on the cusp of establishing themselves like fully. And I think, I mean, it's really like Appy's Asa and probably like Dish Soap Casper as well um, and Broccoli. I think like th those are the five that I look at. I'm like, y you five are on the brink of like really establishing yourselves a good really solid performance here like top four moving on to regionals i think that does it for establishing yourself as i am a tournament name to like really consider for everyone else it's like if you even if they get that top four performance i don't think that establishes themselves but it definitely like puts them on that path and like and it gets them a lot of progress there which and kind of puts them at the level that you five are at now um so you kind of, even within the up and comers you kind of have two tiers but there's a it's, there's just a lot of new talent in the game right now and it's pretty exciting yeah it's super exciting but ftft is a, a sight to behold right now <laughs> for a lot of different reasons it really some is good, some bad <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah um so going so it's it's 32 16 and then eight we can yeah. uh, we can Talk about this now if you two want. Do you want to um do you want to talk about who we think is gonna get the regional spots? Oh lord. I mean obviously it's a it's hard to ever say like I think Ace put this really well in that like you can't say one person's guaranteed to get one or anything, but you can say someone has like a twenty one percent chance and pair someone else's like twenty percent chance, right? Depending on skill yeah. level at the okay. top level. I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna make one of my predictions right now before I even think about the rest. And I'm I'm straight up saying Appy's gets a top four, makes it to regionals, and alongside that prediction, I'm calling it right now. Appy's is going to be one of our world's reps. Right, said I'm that dude. That's a lot of pressure. I'm I'm calling that oh. right the fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. Just straight up. I uh I I think I actually I think that I straight up think that two of the world's reps are gonna be rambling and nappies. And I think the third is totally up in the air. I I I can't like really comment on it because I, I I can say <laughs> I'm feeling I'm always, I mean obviously I'm, I'm always very nervous for tournaments and stuff, so I don't I'm not gonna say I'm gonna perform super well or super poorly. I'll just you know. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, it's weird because I don't know if I like having expectations on me or not. Because, like, obviously, pressure reform can, can be tough, but uh, I, I think I, I've kind of come to the conclusion that I'm just going to have fun with the game, and if I do well, cool. If I don't, then, like, I, <laughs> whatever, essentially. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, uh, I definitely think Ramblin' is going to be top four. It, it, we did some scrims yesterday, and or scr I keep saying scrims, but I guess in-houses are kind of scrims. With set players, and Ramblin' was like 2-2-2-2. Two, 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 How are, like that. Okay, if Ramblin's in good form, then that's an absurdly good sign because he's been having a rough couple weeks. Um, If anyone's peeked out his Twitter, there's 
Like, there's a lot of personal stuff going on, and he's sick. So if he's playing well in scrims on top of that, then okay, Ramblin is going to tear some shit up. Spoiler, uh, Ramblin is still one of, if not the best player, yeah, players in the server. So he's I think, probably tearing shit uh, up. I think Stocks is gonna probably gonna win. I that's do too, my, actually. I can yeah. see that's my prediction. Uh so I actually played in a few in houses yesterday. Don't mean to to my own horn, but I went uh one, two, two, four. Oh kind of like my day oh. one scores in Zon Cup, <laughs> but uh oh bot five that'll send you uh, out. So uh <laughs> but I think in ah. those lot I actually didn't really feel that much pressure so the way that i like to assess players if i'm not watching them if they're in my game is like how much pressure i feel from them in the game and yeah. i didn't really get anything from any of the other players in the lobby besides socks and so uh just based off of that obviously there are a lot of players missing in those in-houses like i i assume that like, for example, I mean, if Kurum is playing well, he can do something similar, Setsuko, uh, for example, Spencer. But the only one that is really feeling any kind of pressure coming coming out of them was from Sox. And I think, like, just his sort of outlook on the game is pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched some of his streams, uh, for sure. Were they all mid-set players in the in the? They were mostly, it was probably like seven out of eight, I would say. I didn't even realize it until the end, but now that I look at the list of players, I realize that they were mid-set players. (laughs) It was was mid-set players and then should be mid-set player. (laughs) But Um, yeah, that's that's sort of the thing. It's like, if you can kind of, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a guaranteed thing, but I'd be, I'd be willing to put over 50% odds that he top fours. Yeah, I could see it. I've been watching yeah. his streams the last couple of days, and he's definitely he's ready to grind again. He's definitely ready to grind again. Um, he's also been playing a lot of ant game, which is like this it's like an ant farm simulator or something like that. I, I was watching right before uh, right before the podcast, actually. But yeah, I think him, uh, Ramblin, they're both really in, in good form right now. Just from, I mean, I haven't played. I played like one lobby with socks yesterday in the middle of the day. It wasn't with Kevin, uh, but. Um, uh, like, actually, I think he might have been in all four. I played four games yesterday in like, the middle of the day. I think Sox wasn't all of them, and he's definitely getting adjusted to things, I think. But I, when he's in the mindset to do well, like he he's a grinder. <laughs> and stuff will just click for him pretty quickly. So I can see Sox doing super well. I do kind of like that. Also, that's a super good general metric of just how good a player is going to be in a tournament setting. Just how much pressure do they put on the lobby? And that can take so many forms. Like, do they just destroy everyone early or do they or do you do does just them existing in the lobby even at like 40 hp on 3-5 you already know like they're going to spike back insanely hard and pressure the lobby that way um whatever form that pressure comes from that is a pretty good metric and i do think that is going to be kind of what defines this tournament because the, the field is strong but it's not like top to bottom absurd in the way that like regionals normally is because you do kind of have like it's not not everyone in the field is like a top tournament player you have a a number of people who are good tournament players but they're not they're not the top let's let's just be honest 
So having them in the lobby, you're not going to be feeling pressure necessarily from them. They're going to be the ones pressured and therefore probably going to do worse. So it's if you have a player who does put pressure on the lobby in that way, like Sox does, just always he's just always strong at every point in the game, then that that's going to do a lot to limit the chances of everyone else to move on and also boost the chances of that player to move on. So yeah. I, I totally agree on Sox. I think my calls on the four are probably Ramblin' Appy's Sox and Spencer. I, Spencer has been kind of tearing it up recently. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been playing a lot. He's been streaming a lot recently, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on the pressure thing, I think a good, I think they're like like a good kind of scale from like zero to hundred on uh, not zero to hundred necessarily from like uh there are two different like like two extreme examples of the pressures like socks versus like milk where milk's like one HP but he's putting so much pressure on the lobby because you know, like the whole game he's just so far <laughs> economy wise. That you're like, oh shit! If he gets to one HP, he is not dead. He is top four from like like ten HP every time, no matter what. And then you're like, oh, oh. shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, and you get just get taxed every round after like four or five, uh, whenever you play. And then the Sox is just like, hundred HP playing super strong board the entire game. You're like, okay, I'm getting smushed. You're you're, you're getting like smushed between like a Sox is like the top bun of the burger and and uh, milk is like the bottom bun of the burger, right? And you're just going, you, you know, <laughs> who the patty. The fuck? Okay, let's just assume this is a Big Mac. You have stocks the top bun, you have milk as the bottom bun, and you have Pocky as the middle bun. <laughs> I'm not. Pocky's mid game is. Pocky's he in mid set? He is right. Pocky is in mid set. I think he's also the literal only player I've ever seen where I think his pure comfort zone and where he puts pressure on the lobby is middle of the pack HP, which is so weird to say, but like. Just from ha- he was he's the only player I've really gotten to VOD reviewing for Zon because I've been kind of like taking it easy. I thought I thought I was going to like go super ham on VOD reviews. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've been putting in so much work. I need a break. I also have school. So I've just VOD reviewed Pocky. But the way like his his mid to late game is just so absurd that. And just give him give him third item pick on carousel and he can run away with that. And like and put him on super low and he's not going to be super comfortable bringing it all the way back. It's not like he can't, but him being middle of the him being middle of the pack is like it is his comfort zone in HP. And that is how he puts pressure on the lobby. So, like I said, middle bun in the fucking uh, TFT lobby, Big Mac. (laughs) And everyone else is just the the patties. Yeah, Um, I do want to talk a bit about Asa. So, Asa is there. He's entering a fight night tonight, um, and then he ended a fight night the other week too. But he so he he won the challenger series. He won a fight night last week, I think, and then yeah. he went uh, close to first. He almost got first in his lobby in Zon Cup, like very very close. I think it was all up to the last game, basically. Because um, that was the lobby that Robin won. Yeah. And he's just been tearing it up. I've been watching his stream too. He, he also, uh, quick side note about Asa, he, he makes some really good educational content. He did a, a thing about a lot of math behind items recently on YouTube, and it was a really good watch. So if you're interested, check out his YouTube. Um, but yeah, he's he's a uh, he's been popping off in tournament. What do we think? 
Dude, I, I didn't put Asa in my four. I would not be surprised at all if he makes it to regionals. No, I think there's about there's a solid eight players that I expect, quote unquote, to make final day. And if any of them make final day, they have a shot at regionals just straight up like their shot at regionals probably becomes more than 50 50. So, yeah, and Asa's he... definitely in there. Yeah, they, what? he's like the innovator whisperer. Yeah, right now. I know. <laughs> yeah, which actually, him talk, dragon him talking on... about Shroud actually, and how like Shroud on tanks is better for dodge, like mathematically better for dodge chance. I'm just sitting here thinking, haven't we? I I know you're pointing this out because no one, everyone forgets about this, but haven't we known this since set three? When Isn't we were like Shroud on claw on tanks. Yeah, was, yeah. Remember like dodge like, Shroud, was... claw Shroud QSS mech. Yeah. <laughs> that like like dodge tanks like uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known this for a while i think just everyone's forgotten because yeah you just never you never really see shroud on the main tank just so people can like can like position that tank but like shroud's a tank item <laughs> so i yeah. yeah i feel like i can't remember more upsetting matchups than like no rfc vein into dodge mech or dodge nico <laughs> <laughs> like protector nico <laughs> those you, are need, like, you just need three gs's three yeah. giant players you need three giant players in order yeah. to just have all your attacks get dodged <laughs> when auto gets through oh, and they just pop fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, i love three three giant slayers come on now let's be serious if you're not doing three giant slayers you're trolling I, I say no RFC vein. Not like anyone ever really built RFC on vein. Like you could, right? But it wasn't like a go-to. Uh, but man, wow. that, like I, I feel like it just felt so bad watching Aniko just like have a, not not Aniko the player or Aniko the player, Aniko uh, dodge every single vein auto and then get hit by one. And then it's just protector shield and basically be full HP. And then it just it all happens over and over and over again. That shit was tilting. Oh, you know what I miss? I miss, I miss, I miss, I miss Nidalee. Oh, what a unit. What a fantastic unit Nidalee was. Oh, yeah, set five, then. Dodge chance. Set five, Nidalee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, growing up and in all the worst ways. I have a fantastic clip of Nidalee dodging, like, five Nocturne autos in a row. It was hilarious. No, the middle one, I'm pretty sure. I, I think I was there when that clip happened. <laughs> I was definitely, I think like I was in your chat. Um, yeah. So speaking of of metas, you know, dodge metas and uh, dodge meta. Hopefully, never comes back, and hopefully, Nidalee never comes back. Not that she was really a meta herself, but uh, what do we think about the meta for mid set? What are we feeling about set six? Is uh, the patch we're on right now? How much has the patch even changed anything? Is my question. Uh, the claw, the claw segment. Okay, besides yeah. armor plating not working, yeah, plating is broken. About just thinking about this, uh, I want. Uh, I have so much spicy tech that I could have. I could have. It's so sad, man. It's so sad. I wonder how many people in mid set have actually played reroll yours. Uh, <laughs> Frodan actually thinks. Frodan thinks we might see it. It's good. I think mean, they yeah. three on oh, ladder the I played day. it yesterday. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. If you good. don't play reroll Yordles, you're actually trolling, right? It's okay, so a good one. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be so good. I'm pretty sure you're trolling. Okay, 
I lit honestly, I literally my Yordles game last night. I rolled three times on two one to find a one cost for Yordles. <laughs> Just to have it on two one, and it was worth it. I mean, I got six, but that wasn't because I rolled three times on two one. Yeah, I don't think I've um, placed like lower than fifth with re roll Yordles. That comp is like. If you play it from the right spot, it's, it's disgusting. Like, once you hit everything, you don't lose a round ever again. <laughs> I think there's a lot of reroll comps that can do that, actually. Like, it's not necessarily forcing them, but if you play them from the right spot, then they're pretty disgusting. You know what yeah. I think is actually really bad right now? And I know Kevin's going to be sad about this uh, and probably disagree. I think Twitch is really bad right now because Innovator's really good and Heimer just blows oh, them up constantly. Big disagree. Big yeah. Disagree. <laughs> I think I need to disagree. Um, we can talk I about think... it. Which one did you say blows him up? Heimer just blows Innovator. Oh, yeah, like like Heimer, if they, Innovator comes up, just blows him up. Oh, Heimer do be blowing Twitch up, but there are ways around Heimer. Um, you just need you to have your side. Twitch as far away from the Heimer as possible. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I I'm kind of one thing that I am looking forward to is if somebody in mid set plays the garbage Twitch reroll comp and goes. Back <laughs> oh no. So looking forward to seeing that. Oh, the as real person. So when Keen was spamming before Ezreal and Camille and going spot four, and I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Okay, in all fairness, Camille three is not bad. Camille three is not bad, but Ezreal three is just a nine gold rock on your board, just dragging you down. Big dookie garbage. Oh yeah. Oh, Bird is playing that comp. Let's see. First one I see of it, eighth. Twitch three, Camille three, Ezreal three, Warwick three. Oh, it's crazy. What? What You know what the, okay. Perfect synergies. You know what the actual shittiest part of that comp is, though? Is that you can't even fiddle your units in at five. Your yeah. board at five oh, yeah, is no. so fucking bad. Dog shit. It's garbage. <laughs> you're re-rolling shit on bench. And like, yeah, yeah you just can't fit anything. It's such a bad comp. I don't know. I just wish people would realize that if you're playing Twitch, you could play Chemtex and Sins with him instead of garbage Ezreal and Camille and this dumb zillion unit. Yeah. Oh, oh but no, no, no. We're re-rolling Ezreal just so we take one cost out of pool. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean yeah. you mean you're taking one cost out of the pool for the units that have 27 total copies? Is it 27 or 28? It's 28. 28. Uh, 29. It's 29. Oh, you're doing nothing. Oh my god. Chatting hold. Chatting hold. Holding one cost. Chatting hold one cost. <laughs> like that just doesn't make any difference. It's like you know, like we'll be, be rerolling like uh, like like Ligmar or something, and I mean, really any one any combat that has one cost, and then someone in chats like check if contested. Well, probably like that guy had two. That guy had two Garens. You cannot hit Garen three this game. Like bitch, there's 29 Garens in the game. <laughs> I hope I can't do much on that guy's board. Yeah, Garen <laughs> fucking Ligmar is still cracked. Ligmar, okay. Hmm. Kogma is so fucking insane. That yeah, unit is, is just insane. It's gross. I, uh, I've been playing a lot of, like, different Ligma boards, uh, just in general recently. I, uh, I played one game of four twin shot Ligma 2, and the, the unit, like, it, it doesn't even sound like you're a four twin shot, right? It's like, 
it sounds okay with it, but he doesn't really care about the base AD that much. And this unit was just, he was a two-star unit, just destroying literally, he did like two-shot Scion every round. It's fucking gross. Yep. Okay. Let me let me tell you something that happened yesterday. I'm pretty sure Sox has a clip of it. So this was one of the games where I went second. I played two games in a row of Protector Cho'Gath. Um, and so, so Sox was innovators with Seraphine 3, Kog'Maw 2. And the Kog'Maw 2 did max damage. <laughs> What? Yeah, that unit is. Wait, uh, what? I mean, I I did have okay. To be fair, I had Warmogs, Protectors, Fat Cho'Gath with full stacks at three stars. So, you know. Oh. Yep. I actually think. I mean, I think this has been true for a long time. Uh, but Kog'Maw two is is better than Jinx two. <laughs> Jinx one and almost every situation they got an Argon Porn and better than Jinx two and like any Scion mashup. Uh, if you don't have any items for them, I feel like because like the it literally just melts everything. With no synergy. It, it's fucking crazy how good this unit is. Um, that might be Cap better than Jinx 2, but man, does it feel like it's sometimes. <laughs> the Cog just does so much fucking damage. I, I played a game, like, beginning of the week or something, where I played Cog 2 on, like, a, it wasn't a Ligmon board. It was just, like, Cog 2. I think it was, like, like 3 Mutant, and Mutant was Void or something. And I was just destroying it. Everyone and like all the way through like like stage six even I was beating the Ligma reroll player with Ligma too because I just had like Rage Blade Ship Hodge on uh, on these like why he just destroys everything he's such a good unit mm -hmm. it's kind of cracked how good he is um I think Mutant will be played a lot this weekend and like that that sounds like a like oh I think Mutant's gonna be played a lot like no shit but <laughs> it's definitely gonna be played a lot Mutant's so good right now yeah. like all of the mutations too. I feel like you've been saying a lot on stream also like there's yeah there's so many different ways to play mutant that people just don't consider at all so yeah, yeah. I, th I think if anyone has a semblance of creativity which depending on who you ask this community either has a lot of or absolutely none of so <laughs> oh. um, either either way I think we're gonna see a good chunk of mutant this weekend even if it's not a lot um I feel like just and also just like standard AD bullshit like that meta hasn't really gone away. Oh, yeah. The so, other thing against yeah. AD, if people are leaning more towards a uh, child, I'm going to dump all of the tech. Actually, I'll just dump all. I don't care okay. anymore. It's uh, a Kev leaks the anybody, because like he's not when, in the set, so who cares? When socialite hex is second row, second to first row, you can also play list reroll. So if it's an AD heavy lobby. If people are playing mm. Imperials or Yone or Urgot and you reroll List, it's a free first. List 2 uh, is so broken. <laughs> Even List 2 is insane. That unit is so fucking broken. That unit is popping. <laughs> Just slamming yeah. Archangels on her, get some healing. Mm. You know what the best Morello, part of List? Chef's kiss. Yeah, right? You know what one of the best parts of List is too? Is that you have an excuse to play Zyra a lot of times for, mm -hmm. for like your entire mid game. That unit, like. If you have both lists and Zyra on your board, people just can't move. Uh, like, like, really, I think uh, I think Zyra's going to see a lot of play this weekend, just in general, because I, I guess by saying Zyra is going to be played a lot, I have to say that I think Innovator is going to be played a lot because it's just everywhere right now. And uh, oh, Zyra, Shaco as well. Yeah. <laughs> How has Shaco not <laughs> been nerfed? Shit ton of Shaco. Well, that How unit. Yeah, I, like, like, How has that unit escaped <laughs> nerfs? Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't any comp that lets you roll Zyra? And killing all of your backline units for freezies. Yeah. 
Dude, there was a oh my god, there there was a lobby I hit yesterday where a Shaco 2 with BT Runan's bow. Just hit the third item was a bow. Just straight <laughs> up. God, yeah, you, I mean, you just need a Runan. That's literally the only thing you need. Everything else is just whatever. Icing on the cake. That unit yeah. is disgusting. Honestly, Although, there's, a, there's an argument Shaco 2 is better than Shaco 3 because he doesn't get enforced, no so enforced. you don't have to build QSS. You don't have to build, but you can do like, two belt items on Braum as well. But yeah. well, that's um, yeah, yeah. Like, like there are a lot of situations where uh, we're both making Shaco three. Well, actually, so there's actually in a in Challenger series there's a situation where I, I was playing. This is the game where I did like the Imperial Pivot into Yone. If Sensko didn't make Shaco three, I'm pretty sure I lose the matchup. But because he made Shaco three, I enforced it. <laughs> I enforced Shaco and it didn't do anything the whole fight. Shaco three uh, weaker than Shaco two. I can't. Yeah, it just it, yeah, it's just. That unit does not need to be three starred, which is why he's so strong. And like he doesn't need to be three starred. You can play Zyra with him, which I you I shit you not. Know, Zyra is, yeah, Zyra. I, there's just so many Brom. Like the whole comp has so many broken fucking units. Various. Let's get a blue buff Morellas on TF for a bit. Actually, uh, okay. seven. Yeah, if you have like five or overall, seven. if you have that that syndicate. Hmm. You can also play TF reroll. More tech. Don't play that if you don't have it, because TF is garbage and Darius is garbage. They both suck. <laughs> okay, TF well TF3 when you actively the reroll is so bad. TF2 is a god. TF2 and TF3 are the same fucking unit. Yeah, so I mean Darius 100%. 3 is also the same exact unit as Darius 2. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to three-star them. Yeah, they're um, real bad. There's some like I feel like Caitlyn 3 is like that a lot too, where like why the like 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 it come late game, Caitlyn 2 Caitlyn 3 do the exact same shit. Oh, I've yeah. top two to challenger lobby with Caitlyn reroll though. Oh, like Caitlyn carry Caitlyn reroll carry. Sojin, Rage Blake. I don't know if Solus is still in the chat, but Solus was watching that game. Uh, <laughs> not bad, yeah. not bad. I can see it. QS, Rage Blake, Sojin, four enforcers with Vi, Fiora, Jace. You get like uh probably throw in some uh throw in a sniper so like you know Jin yeah. Oriana it's not bad see I oh, think the, force I it, think the main is real bad the so main in, issue with Caitlyn Suri is that sometimes her bullet will hit a two health unit and just be completely fucking useless the other thing is that so someone in chat said she one shots everything she does not one shot everything see I have seen Caitlyn Suri three. not one shot okay. yeah, she doesn't one shot a lot of stuff <laughs> like a lot of stuff she doesn't one shot yeah on any unit she's not one shotting that ever no in fact, i've seen her not, not even kill it after four ults i've seen her not one shot like a shako too from like okay, across the map weird. that one's whack <laughs> that one's a little bit whack. Wait, what <laughs> i mean also shako too with it's probably like seven syndicate but uh like like it, it's just i don't okay. know it, I mean, it's it's one shot of mouse three so yay that's pretty cool that's wow cool speaking of malzahar i so i, I think what we're gonna see a lot of in this tournament is just like recos in general not yes. necessarily three costs yeah, re-roll really but i think yeah heimer Mal's, shaco um cho who else what are the three costs I, I, i'm curious if samira shaco and shaco and shaco <laughs> I haven't seen this I think Samira is still playable even without the Sins yeah, battle, though it's like as soon as you hit the Sins bat, she becomes infinitely better. But like I mean, especially that, with five and five Imperial is still really, really strong. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's so good still. Busted synergy. 
you know, yeah. So, yeah. A lot of three costs. I mean, three costs are just going to be so strong in general. Um, three costs and Vagar. Vagar is yeah. basically a three cost because okay. you need to get a bunch of three costs to get Vagar. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be. I don't know. Again, I'm not sure how much reroll because I think the thing is, like, let's take Heimer 2, for example. If you have Heimer 2 with blue buff, you don't even need an AP item a lot of the time. And you're playing five innovator, you just have like a blue buff on Heimer 2 and then like some items on a on a Seraphine, you have bear. You just kind of fuck everyone up. Like, like, like talking about Shaco, um, the thing about that comp is that Heimer will just often shit on Shaco if like the fight if Shaco the same time as Heimer, so he'll just get to his third thing and blow up a Shaco a lot of the time. But then the other side of that is that Zyra will just stun the whole back line and sometimes just kill everyone. <laughs> like it's such a weird matchup. Uh Innovators and Shaco. Because there's the, the key players aren't even really like the Heimer and the Shaco. It's like the Zyra and the Seraphine. Yeah. All kinds of weird that, shit. Like, the AP units in this set do deal really well with Sins, though. Like the AP yeah. carries have yeah. a pretty, pretty easy job of like. It's not like Jen, you know, or like MF, where. Well, I guess MF is also an. Let's not count MF in there. She's she's yeah. She's a, she's her own little <laughs> little problem. She's her own little bundle of, of issues. But like you know, Heimer, Malzahar, even like Lux, they don't do that bad. Well, Lux, I think, actually does the worst out of all of those three. Yeah, I'd agree with into, that. Into uh, into the sin matchup, but like Heimer and Heimer and Malz can deal with it like just fine. I I would say. And low key, Victor with GA is super good because they just give enough mana to where he ults and then yeah. dies, and then they all die. So, yeah, I, I think uh, that's one of the plots. So, I don't know how people feel about Jin, but I, I do not think highly of Jin oh right now because he Jin just gets shit up by everything. So Jin is so busted, dude. I hit what? I hit Victor three, and I lost to a giant slayer Jin. Okay, I'm well that I mean, that. well. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> Was it just Scion or what? Come on, man. Uh, uh, some... Let me tell you. I'm pretty sure he got Scioned into one tap by Jin. Okay, yeah, okay, well, well, then, the, I also the think thing. it is bad because I've been just spamming sins and one tapping every Jin in existence. So, Jin, yeah, Jin, Marvelin said Jin CC'd Victor to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> game dude he died of one general that sounds like a pd i don't know yeah I, I think yeah. there will be a lot of ad and there are definitely a lot of people on ladder who like Jin right now but i i mean i don't think he's like necessarily terrible but i think he's not the best ad unit by like a landslide like i think yeah i, people, yeah. I don't know how people feel about ergot right now but i actually like ergot a ton at the moment Oh, I, th um, I think Ergot's still yeah, really Ergot good. Is, I think, Yo I think Yone Fiora feels Ergot feels mad good. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Big I agree. good. Big agreed, big agreed. And then Yone is just... I mean, Challengers are just harder. Kill your whole board. Goodbye. Fiora <laughs> is nuts. Yone you get nice edgy top nuts. four. <laughs> I actually don't understand why the whole set, everyone was like, oh, you need Ronans to play Ergot. Like, I... Why? Why do you need Runance? You need, why would you need Runance to play Urgot when you can just build a Last Whisper and just get through a tank? It's fine. Like I feel like I feel like people thought the same thing about Jax in set five. Like you need a Runance. Oh, so he won't get stuck on someone. But like, have you considered positioning or like actually building him so he's not going to get stuck on someone? 
I'll call you the take deck. Rune ends if you have Knife's Edge. Yeah, yeah. I, like oh, I, I don't think ends, it's yeah. not that I think Runeans is bad. I think Runeans is super good. It's, it's just, just not. It's I, not necessary. Yeah, it's not I mandatory. Agree. It's not mandatory. I think the way Whisper I think is a lot more necessary than Runeans. Oh, I think Last Whisper is his only mandatory item. I don't even think it's Runeans. I think it's Last Whisper. It's not remotely yeah. close. Um, I uh, I'll tell you the tech. <laughs> I'm playing it a lot oh. recently. Six twin shot is so six twin oh, yeah, shot. You yeah. just yeah. It's so fucking broken. If you didn't get. It's very nice. It's disgusting. Only, yeah, it's like it's a trade-off, though, right? And I was telling one of my viewers, or uh, locked this, one of my viewers, uh, is that you can play a lot of twin shots. You just have to realize that there is like two good twin shots, and one of yeah. them is Pogma. So, like, <laughs> you know, if you don't have the augment and you're playing like a Graves, and you're playing that. That one unit jinx, or like you have a GP on your board. Hey, in all fairness, Graves isn't even garbage. Graves is yeah, actually, Graves actually is good for a lot. He's like okay. I mean, just but like in the late the game, you know, I have a Graves, they have a Scion, my Graves <laughs> old Scion, and literally does nothing. I, that sounds you know, like I will tell you though. I think six twin shot shits on Jin like beyond belief. Because the thing, like, like if we, again, if you just stack rockets and. You put like a, uh, you just kill a time before he does anything. When you have that, like even GP and Jinx, if you have, again, if you have lockets, uh, I think the key to it is just again stacking lockets. Like a Scion yeah, lasts for two seconds and just fucking bot like blows up. No one can play the game. Uh, and then if you ever hit like like a sharpshooter, the game's just over pretty much. Yeah. Also, has yeah. anybody stacked Jinx recently? I know Solus in no. chat. Is Sol it, yeah. Is Sol it any probably. good? I put a Wormwood and a Trap Claw on her today. <laughs> I tried out AP. I, I tried out AP AP Jinx when I couldn't get a Fiora. Did it feel good? I mean, it got me Just from an eighth up. to a fifth. We take those. Like, we take not those. bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I honestly it, think end of the day, just the meta is going to be super diverse. I think there's so much playable shit, and also yeah, it's it's coming pretty early in a patch cycle that's at the end of the set like it, it's the end of the set it's i hesitate to call the set balanced but there is a lot of shit you can play so better than ergot solicited oh I, I i could believe that though i could definitely believe uh, that because i i with with the I recent like, buffs as well i think i think she's definitely like not big dookie as she was. Yeah, she's definitely. I don't. I don't know if I feel about her being better than Urgot because like, I feel like I just imagine like an innovator fight where she jumps in in front of a Heimerdinger and gets triple tapped and just insta dies. Uh, yeah, like every something's happening on her probably. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, then I don't know. <laughs> Plus, I don't I know. Hodge, you know, it's like some of the items that she can use quite well are like, you yeah. know, in the mix now. You know, like Rage Blade Hodge GA. Is like the yes, yeah. You know, if you could get those items on Jinx, probably not that bad. I uh, I do think people sleep a lot on on five chemtech right now because the biggest thing is you get to play Lissandra. Like if you ever get offer chemtech augment, your Urgot board like caps out so high because you just you get to play the the Bruiser Frontline, you get to play Lissandra who just shits on fucking everything right now. Mm -hmm. I I'll tell you, I was playing a Sins earlier, and this person had a Bramble Lissandra one. I could not do a thing. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah.
<laughs> like that. Yeah, list just fuck. So if you don't have QS into list and you're playing an AD comp, it's it's over. You can't win yeah. that matchup. You cannot win that matchup. Yeah. Unless you have like some kind of three star that kills her instantly. Particularly with knife set. If you have if you're playing around knife's edge, if like anyone lobby's playing around knife's edge, you put a list on your board. So just a free matchup. Because <laughs> everyone's gonna hit like yeah, they're gonna position right into the list every time. Um, or yeah, like, that's you know, gonna be interesting. Playing Twitch. I'm I'm gonna say it again. You know, playing Twitch, you can play five Kentex. Twitch <laughs> isn't gonna die instantly. You know, unlike when you're playing yeah. elevator board, if you don't have healing on the Twitch, and you're like, oh no, why did my Twitch die? It's almost <laughs> as if I'm not playing any defensive synergies. I will say these dog shit innovator units. I haven't I haven't played any Twitch reroll this patch. The reason I said it's bad is because I've played against Twitch reroll, and every single time I play against it, I just watch it get blown up in sleep. So maybe it's just the PD and people aren't positioning their Twitch properly. That's they're not positioning their Twitch properly, yeah. and they're not playing 10 packs with them. Oh, I'm just playing with the fucking Twitch reroll. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be very, uh, very mute innovator heavy in general, but. I mean, like challengers are good, Urgot's good, Arcanists are good. Uh, they're like like Ligma's good. I, Twitch reroll is good. Um, yeah, There's a lot like of a options. And reroll still like standard comps are still fine. So like yeah, that's that's when I think the meta is like in a good spot is when you don't have to say like it's like the reverse set five, you know? Because in set five it was you play one way. And you play the, you play yeah. one way. Sometimes the way that you have to play is different depending on the patch. But you only get to play one way. It's either yeah. you can only what play reroll, or you can only play four costs, or you can only play like three costs. But it's also like always sticking to your vertical. You get Gragas two on two one. You're like ah, it's the Karma game. It's a it's a Riven Nid game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. like you know. When you when there are like multiple avenues, multiple ways to succeed, that's when it's like uh, in a decent spot. Yeah, we can go full circle to that. Uh, to the Sox playing that ant game, it's like a bunch of ants going all over different directions in their little colony. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a terrible analogy, but uh, regardless, <laughs> I wanted to go full circle. Regardless, sure. um. um do we want to get like official predictions of like who wins mid set though and like who moves on to regionals? Because I'm if you want, I mean, that. I feel like I don't know enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think I have a calls anyway. Call that you're make, winning the whole thing. I can't make an educated decision about this. Okay, apparently, I'm the only one who can because I'm I the predict only one who actually Solis goes 30 seconds. He's in chat right now, he's listening to this. All right, Solis is going 30 seconds. Fuck it, I predict Solis goes 33rd. Fuck it, I predict Solus goes 50th. Damn <laughs> it. Uh, no, I have no idea what people are going to do. I don't know. I mean, I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. Okay, I'm down for Mort to get first, Kent to get second, third is Box Box, and fourth is Bebe. Agreed. Thoughts? <laughs> That's my top four. Mort, Kent, Box Box, Bebe. Actually, fuck it. No box box. Scara, baby. Scar. Yo, Scara hit Challenger, though. I know. Hey, Wait, Scar's, Scar's higher LP than... Oh, oh my god. Big I dub. Washed. I am oh, no. fucking washed. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> I 
This guy is popping off right now. He's actually okay. in my chat the other day, and I was like, oh my god, Scar is in my chat. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, wow. Okay. I'm... I, I'm retired. I'm never playing this game ever again. Um, see ya. <laughs> God. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. People could do really well or really poorly any given weekend. Like, I know personally, I'm a, I'm a person. Uh, personally, I'm a person. Um, like, like hmm. my mindset changes how I play so drastically. If you look at my day one Zonkot versus my day two Zonkot, or I guess day two and day three. Like, day one, day two, my mindset was like, super fucking bad and i didn't play very well and then day two or day three my mindset was really good and i played well um so i i yeah that's why another reason i'm not big on expectations but uh that's a <laughs> another story regardless i think people can do really well or really poorly any given day so we'll see i will say if anybody decides to 20 out of 20 yordles in mid set and they uh make it to final day y'all give them 20 subs Sheesh! It's like a new bounty. I'm only for the mid-set players. New bounty. Oh, someone actually finished the bounty, by the way. Doctor Mister oh, Sturgeon Skirt in Twitch chat. Wait, yeah, what? They, uh, they got a. Uh, they yeah. They got Spellblade Arcanist Spat Mutant Spat Blue Buff Vi. Okay. Synaptic <laughs> Web. They sent me. They don't have a video though, which is why I haven't. They sent me a picture, but they don't have a video of it. Um, Madge. But yeah, they got the. They got the nuts. What was the placement? <laughs> I have no idea. Probably not very <laughs> unfortunate. Oh. You know what I realized? Yeah, is that when you have all those things on Vi, she doesn't really do much. Like, like when you have two spats on her, there's not a lot else going on. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But if you have like you know eight Arcanists in with like two ten, yeah, you just need okay. Yeah, I guess the, the to really make the comp camp out, you need two of each spat at least. <laughs> you know, like eight Arcanists gives you a lot of AP. Do you really need more beyond an Arcanist fat? True. And five mute gives you a lot of extra damage too, just because of how much exactly. you're casting. Exactly. True, but it's fun. And then That's if you fair. can That's find fair. like an extra font to put a jinx on your board, you know. True? Oh yeah, you need to be just trying <laughs> Just not trying hard. Enough. Yeah. Is there is there a variation where you get two prismatics and a gold? Because I think you need double mutant, double arcanist, and spell. Oh, uh, wait, two prismatics and hold on, hold on, hold Um, no. I don't think that's a variation, right? Oh, uh, that is not a variation. Two, yeah, if you have two prismatics, then you have three prismatics. I yeah. think. And I'm so glad that Vi is becoming Riven and six point five. She looks so insane. It's a big pog. I love playing Riven from Arcane, the hidden Netflix TV series. <laughs> bat chest. Bat Arcane, bat chest. Arcane, bat chest. Oh I'm going to miss this buy, though. I swear, this, like, like two cost buy is the most fun unit in the game. But, and it's not even fucking close. Like, I wish more people played the, like, had reroll buy in their pocket, because it can be so good if you're just high rolling out of your ass. Admittedly, though, if you're hiring Vi out of your ass, had, uh, you probably could have just played like Mal or something instead. But I was playing that. a uh, bodyguard spat gunblade archangels Vi. That lady was doing work, not even the blue buff. And I was debating between playing. I was debating keeping her on board. If I got Jinx, it would have been it would have been a big <laughs> pog. But then I got a Tom Kench, and I fed her to Tom Kench. So oh, 
Tragedy. <laughs> So cue the sad music. Cue the the world's smallest violin. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good. I, I yeah, I think uh, so. As far as meta goes to this tournament, it is uh, it's gonna be interesting. I really hope it's not just like Shaco Innovators mutant. Oh, it I might can... just be Shaco Innovators mutant. But I uh, hopefully, believe it hopefully will people. be. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know. Strong, um, but you know, like innovators. If you're playing, like challengers can get in the mix there for sure, because challengers take a big well, jump all over innovate and Shaco. They have a decent matchup into Shaco as well, right? Well, challenger and challengers yeah, in general have just been so good. So. Yeah, the Shaco matchup is uh is very fifty fifty. I feel I feel like there are a lot of advantages for both sides. Right, like the the Zyra into innovators can be really good, but then like Heimer into Shaco can be really good. Um, so there's like a lot of like like back and forth. I think that matchup is really interesting, but. Uh, yeah, I think challengers are going to be. I know there's at least one player who one trick. I copy keen one trick challengers in song cop. If I'm not mistaken, because I was in their lobby day. I copy keen. Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, if you do hit a, a beefy challenger board, that shit is just not a beefy. Is in like, you just have items on on like upgrade Yone and Fjord. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they just kill everything before you can blink. I, I think there's nothing more sad than watching Jin exist in like a challenger matchup where he's like oh fuck yeah i'm loaded i'm spawning in but i pull up my sniper rifle and kill everyone and he blinks and then his whole board's dead and you're like huh huh like, he's like, check in lissandra though if you can tech yeah, in lissandra yeah. then you can win um, true 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 you, unless they have qs and then you leave yeah, qs by qs qs not by qs uh yoda can be a monster and that's fine um Oh, QS, QS Yone, man. Fucking Rodan. Yeah. PFT is supposed to resemble League, so Jin whipping four times <laughs> seems quite accurate. <laughs> that, like, by the time Jin gets to play the game in that matchup, the fight's over. <laughs> like, we've all packed up and gone home by the time Jin pulls out his gun. <laughs> it's so bad. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, too. I'm just more excited to see who fucking performs. Like I, I'm as much as I care about like TFT and watching some TFT. What gets played, I don't know if I could give less of a shit about. I just care about who plays well and the storylines from that. So there you go. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting building those into 6.5. I think because also like once we hit 6.5, all the tournament pools are gonna be more limited. Like innovation. Innovation Cup is, or Innovator Cup is thirty-two, or no, it's Innovation. That's that's only thirty-two. It's not like an open bracket. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have Challenger Series, and then we have twenty-four regionals. Like it's the fields are gonna start slimming down. We're not seeing this giant open bracket pool anymore. So from here on out, it's just gonna be good fucking team fight tactics. So that's that's gonna be fucking cool. And I think Innovation Cup. I want to say it is for it. Let, let me let me double check the invited field because it's four from mid set. And then. What the fuck else? Why am I blanking on who else? For four from mid, it's four. For, oh, it's four from mid set and then top 28 from ladder. That's Eesh. nuts. That's yeah. That that's, uh, no qualifier points to get into that. That's that. Yeah. That seems wrong. <laughs> Not that qualifier points don't get you into that. That's rough. Oh yeah, true. But like, eh, it is what. It is. Wait, top twenty-eight on ladder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fit, fits through. Uh, fits through eighth in mid set plus top twenty-eight on ladder. Is in the innovation cup field. 
That's wild. I'm, sur yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have... The thing is... um, The thing is that there are probably going to be a lot of players that have a lot of qualifier points that aren't going to be in the top 29 ladder or like be top four from uh, from mid-set that are going to yeah. get completely fucked over by that format. Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting to have a... Because the format's been so tournament heavy for the entire set right it's been tournament focused but yeah that is like because well, the, gives the most points as well the qualification for regionals has been so tournament heavy but i mean the qualification for all the tournaments has just been straight up ladder which i don't True. even like ladder or a couple spots from previous tourneys in all fairness the couple like there are a couple spots from mid-set going into innovation so it's not it's not like you literally have to be top 32 on ladder but also considering like what the set comes out when the fuck does the set come out on the 15th and the tournament is on march 4th and you have you basically have the first patch you have you have you do have two weeks you don't it's not like you have one week and that's it yeah greater than like one week weird. that's fantastic yeah, you yeah. Know how better than the last two instances <laughs> at the beginning of the set um, yeah. You have a full two weeks to get to top 28. It's not like one week to hit top two. That, no. F that. Let's never have that ever again. Thank you very yeah. much. But two weeks to hit top 28 to hit top two. is reasonable. It's, yeah, I still think it's weird, though. Like, oh, there are people sure. who, who like, top qualified points are now that, that probably won't get to that. And then we'll, uh, maybe not necessarily, but, and then they'll, they'll like, fall behind points wise, like, a lot compared to other players, right? That, like the Uber yeah ladder. and innovation cup is also a lot of qualifier points like yeah it's like the, a whole a ton right Relative the to... first gets 50 points holy for, shit yeah and hey, that's like as much as the top people have right now <laughs> yeah Sheesh. and and the yeah, it's weird to, to, yeah that is really, in all fairness really, really that, really is, that is just pure first place it's not like you have four lobby winners that are all getting the same number of points. Um, it's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. I don't know. First auto qualifies. That's okay. First auto qualifies. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, yeah, just um, an interesting format to. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, top Regardless. four auto calls. Thanks, Nature's. Hmm. Na nature's coming through with the. The info, um, yeah. the info in the chat. Oh yeah, top four does auto call. I see now. Yes. Yeah. So after mid set, we have a big lull essentially. Yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, we wait for Innovator Innovation Cup to start up. So there it is. Uh, we so we are gonna start wrapping up. We have a question uh, from Frodan in chat who said this is this is for Kevin and I, and he asked, "What do you think makes a good TFT caster and why?" Um, I I haven't put too much thought into this myself. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, just off the cuff, like, I mean, I think knowledgeable of the game, I think, I, I definitely don't like when people say, like, good hair is important, agree. Ramblin' just said good hair is important in the chat, I totally agree with that. Uh, I don't like when, when casters are like, like, that is objectively wrong or that is objectively right or anything like that, because I think there's a very few spots and, or like, some like, casters will be like, like, that is wrong in that spot, but a lot of that's, you know, based on, on, uh, personal opinion and, like, I guess that's something I don't like. That's not something that I think makes a good caster, though. I guess not doing that makes a good caster in my mind. But uh, people who can like make it really interesting and and bring a lot of like con like conversation about the decisions without saying like this decision was super good or super bad because I think it's hard to look in the moment at the decision and say like that was super good or that was super bad. But 
I haven't thought about it too much. I don't know if you thought about it anymore, Kevin. I have not, <laughs> like, ever. Uh, what you but, say. but I will say this. You know, I think any caster that is willing to legalize the use of pants grab on the official broadcast <laughs> is a fantastic caster in my book. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny whether I am for life. for the usage of pants grab on stream <laughs> on live broadcast. I'm gonna baby. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna refine mine a bit and say uh I like it when casters don't say something is outright good or bad necessarily and just say like I can say something is I guess good, but I think it's hard to call anything bad like off 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 rip when you right where you see it. I like it yeah. when they instead of bringing attention to like whether something was good or bad and like a vacuum or whatever they focus on like the decision and, and how the decision and like why they would have made it what it's going to affect and, and talk focus on that rather than saying like this is good or bad so i'll say the- I, I think that mentality like i think there are extremely rare situations where you should we should be able to call out a play as straight up bad most of us have the mentality of we don't want to like just call something straight up objectively bad because that's not that really isn't what we're there for and also like isn't oh that's almost never correct that is objectively the wrong decision but that can kind of limit us a little bit because yeah, if we yeah. see if we see just a very it should be obvious garbage play, like two out of three mercs from Kiyun, like we should be able to call it out. And that's if I have like a quote unquote critique of that that cast, like of of how the official broadcast called that uh, Kiyun play, they weren't really willing to say this is straight up bad. They were like trying to reason with it. <laughs> And I, and honestly, you gotta point, call it. You gotta call it. I think you know, calling out a mistake is okay, but it has to be like not just a mistake in the person's yeah. mind. Not that like oh, not them saying that like casters right. do that a lot yeah. or anything, right? Because I mean, yeah. I don't think they do. I don't think like no one comes to mind that would that that just like this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, whatever. Oh, for sure. Um, it's also this super is, like, rare yeah. a play happens that you even that. It even warrants calling out as um they fucked up. Yeah, it's yeah. Basically, is... It's basically just like that Kyun play. Yeah, and also like seven plus two back thing. in set four. Yeah, it's so that they. Aside from that, no, I full agree. Like we should not be calling things out as like objectively bad. I will say, just for my mentality, I really like calling out good, like good small decisions, because mm-hmm. I think that, like, placing emphasis on a a player's decision making and it working out and them actively making that decision and it being a good decision puts emphasis on individual skill expression like that's what I was, part of some of the things I was trying to do yeah. in Zon Cup was um I mean like you could do like oh this is how this is how the fight looked and like oh this is what happened or you could place emphasis on like the example that comes to mind I call that like a very small thing about Goobum's um Heimer positioning and like clumping or something and him actively making that decision led to him winning the fight placing emphasis on a good decision like good small things like that that 
really emphasize player skill is something is that's good for any esports or any esport um ma making it clear especially in a game like tft where it can look like just a fucking rng fest making sure that the um that people watching the broadcast know this is a skillful thing this player just did this player just did something that's cracked out of its mind and it gets a little introduces a little bit more of that this game has skill involved in it and that creates um players to root for like oh this player is really good this player can make these skillful plays let's root for them um incre increase the just it just basically improve the perception of tft play at the top level yeah i think uh what i want to say is that uh, i think uh it's less a caster thing for me more like when there's people talking about tft in general thing is that i think it's hard to look at anything and say like that is objectively bad without you know, like why they did it and like the thought process behind it and um yeah yeah just in general so that kind of thing but i think calling out the good stuff is really good i, I think uh i i think this is a big thing for streamers as well is that when someone in chat is like well why don't you do this chatting and then you give them like eight like they say why don't you do this because of this reason right and you give eight reasons why you did that or something <laughs> why you didn't do that and and you know so it's like i think it's hard to call it a play as being bad without giving it because like there's a good chance and this again, it's not just casters, just in general, that someone is not going to have given enough, give as much thought as the person actually playing the game to that spot, right, in the moment. So, um, but yeah, I think calling out good stuff is really good. It's good to show that, uh, like, it is a skillful game, right? So, yeah. Um, actually, one from Gashi I saw earlier that I want to answer. Who's our, who is the underdog pick from all of us? More dog. Um, More dog. More Scara, Scara. Oh, true. Uh, yeah, sorry, Scara. Honestly, though, baby, 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 got a popping off. No, seriously, he's not an underdog. My bad. True, oh true, man, Pokemon maybe. Pokemon yeah. plays TFT. Yeah, yeah. actually, Tyler, uh, my big um, thing is Tyler one. Wait, is T one playing playing on uh, TFT? I thought T one playing some TFT. Oh, okay, okay. What we do? We change mid set format to doubles. We team up Pokemane and T1, and Pokemane T1 is the underdog. True, 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 true. That's the timeline. It could be called Team Pants Grab. Yeah. No, no actually, That's that was mine and Jack's, Jack's team name before we had to change it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pog. What about you, Drachi? Bruno <laughs> can't. It was listening. Drachi is out of, out of the screen. Hold on, I did. Uh, okay. Actually, I'm down for a trios mode where it's more dog Pokemon and T1. I want both roll three. I'm good. Um, for real. Let, hold on, let me look at this list again. I don't uh, know. Okay, if we're being serious, though, I don't know if he's like actually counted as an underdog, but. I can see Kurum popping off. We haven't really talked about him. Yeah, I feel like Kurum hasn't really made a big splash to set in tourney the way he did in like set four or five. Yeah, he's doing so on ladder right now, though. Yeah, I can I can see him doing super well. And he also just always, no, he pulls it out when he needs to. Pants. I should say pulls it out when he needs to. Oh my god! Yeah, when he needs to. Yeah, he works that shit out when he needs to. I can. Someone in chat uh, brought up Pickle, and I actually really think Pickle can pop the fuck off. Like he, 
played decently in the set five tourneys he was in. He popped off at Piltover and Zon. So I think I think in this field where it's not, it's not like completely utterly stacked, that pickle can he can definitely put on a really good fucking performance for sure. Yeah, I mean he he uh, he's always on some some crazy tech. I, not not the, the so his tech in Solana Cup he played Swain every game right, but that I guess wasn't a crazy tech at that point because people kind of knew about it. But man, did it better than everyone else apparently because he just swained his way to a <laughs> yeah. He can do some crazy shit when he wants to. Pickle, 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 and Karam, I can see being great underdog picks. I uh, looking at the list. Okay, I'm gonna say Eniko as my underdog pick though. Eniko is so fucking good. Yeah, I've been waiting for Eniko to pop off. Seriously, he it is. It it's a it's it's gonna happen at some point. It's kind of inevitable. He pops off an attorney. So yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he's really good. I think he lets his mental get in the way sometimes. But if he if yeah. he can really sort that out, he's just going to be like instant top top player. I think Kurum. I mean Kurum is the same way, and that yeah. does kind of hold them back a little. But when they are popping off, and the mental like isn't necessarily getting in the way, they can pop the fuck. Yeah, they're again they're they're both amazing players, and they don't let the mental block get to them. Um, yeah, even when they let the mental block get to them, they're still really good. Uh, but it definitely gets, it's, you know, it's a, it's a mental block. It's a roadblock for them, right? So, it'd be a good-ass tournament this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be so <laughs> well, good. kind of down and get out on, get out tomorrow and just watch the rest of the week. <laughs> Dude, I'm, oh, cast, not casting, but at least, like, co-streaming is going to be a lot of fun, just, like, watching. Yeah. Um, I think, last question, then we can probably end, uh, from Locke. How would you recommend more casual players who want to do competitive TFT, or competitive tournaments start? Enter third-party events. There's so many right now. Aegis does weeklies. Yeah. And there's like a bunch. Of, like if you look at the TFT competitive TFT subreddit, there's like always a weekly up there somewhere. And if you just enter those every week and practice, they're so good. That's how I got started. Yeah. Like yeah. back in back in like set three with like Elite and CCL when they were do, like they were doing weeklies. I did a bunch of those. Kind of like got into um, competitive mentality for that. Um, like find find the small weekly tournament even if it's not for even if it's not like a high prize pool or anything um nor shouting out the tft discord does one for eggs every week like even if you want to just do that like just play weeklies wait and get, and get your eggs there. give you firecracker jinx oh i uh, oh. i got firecracker jinx today i bought two of those little firecrackers oh my gosh yeah, you should uh, you should watch the VOD, Kevin, because oh, my it looked a little weird, but it was definitely Firecracker Jinx on the screen. Uh, How much on oh, average? Kevin, Kevin about to enter an official TFT Discord tourney just for an A. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just That's thinking about a idea, that I can get get this Firecracker Jinx. It's like free eat. gems every week for the gotcha. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, this is sounding kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. What's the word I'm looking for? Enticing. Fuck it. Oh, link the, someone link the TFP Discord. Also, I'm I'm on the um on the coach list in the TFT Discord now. So Wait, what if we oh Pog, what yeah. if we all just yeah. enter one of these weeklies and, and fight for the egg? I'm fuck it, I'm down. <laughs> Wait, I'm 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 down as long as I can get jinx from this egg. I can't, right? <laughs> if I can't, then I'm I'm out. I'm I'm done. So Mateo, said he, that we can't, that you can't get drinks from the eggs. So honestly, I, I think he's confirming that uh, that I did get firecracker drinks today. Oh, okay. Which I definitely did, 
anyone that is questioning, watch the VOD. It's it's in the VOD, somewhere in between games. I definitely, 100%, it was Firecracker Jinx on my okay. screen. 100%. Okay. Um, but also, like, just join the TFT Discord. It's, like, it's a chill time. Um, For, I have, like, I think I have a couple more f- um in my free coaching session quota before I can start advertising premium coaching. So if you want free coaching from me, I I can't guarantee you get it. But if you sign up for a free coaching request, there's a chance you get a coaching session from me for free. So, oh God. Excuse me. Um, I'm good. But yeah, self self promotion of the TFT Discord. Hmm. On, on that uh, note. I think uh, I think you can wrap it up. Uh, Self promotion, TFT Discord. Check out Jirachi coaching. Uh, check out our. I mean, if you're on YouTube, you're on YouTube. Check out our Spotify YouTube. Make sure to sub, uh, like, comment, uh, and subscribe. Like, com- yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Fuck it, all of the above on Spotify. Yeah. Subscribe so on. Go Spotify. out there and play Innovator Twitch. By the way. <laughs> yeah, don't don't reroll Camille and Ezreal. Go, go, go do it. It's fun. Yeah. Looking at you, mid-set players. Everyone, everyone just force every game and get all the free eggs for winning mid-set. Self-promo, I'm co-streaming mid-set this weekend, too. So. You can, collab. You yeah. can find Jirachi at Jirachi TFT, TFT on Twitch.tv, the streaming gaming platform. People clap. I, I found out this week that .tv stands for uh, Tuvalu and not television. Oh, wait, what? Because oh. because dot TV is the domain name of Tuvalu. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's some some island or something nation. Well, there you go. There you yeah, go. it's it's switch it's switch dot Tuvalu, not twitch dot television. So find Wait, me so on dot com stand for dot com. I think is just generic. Dot com dot nuts in your mouth <laughs> Come a, put few, these nuts. a few of that a few of them are generic but like dot us or like dot ca are like there, there are country specific ones and dot tv is a is the tuvalu specific one and apparently oh, yeah. a good chunk of their commerce is off dot tv domain names oh snap yeah, oh, well, so find me on twitch.tuvalu slash Jirachi You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening and watching whatever you've been doing. Uh, I'm Spicy Appies, joined by Jirachi and Ramkev, and, uh, and we'll see you next time. Big kiss of me all around. People clap. Mwah.